So hello everyone on this episode of Learn to Listen. It's a tad different. <laughs> it's a tad bit different um, than our normal episodes because I am actually getting interviewed during this one. So a little bit of backstory, uh, background. Um, my lovely friend and fellow or fellow Devin No is interviewing me during this. Um, and I wanted to include it on this podcast kind of after the fact, cause we had a great conversation and, um, it was all about kind of why I started the podcast, why I'm passionate about it. But before we get into the conversation, I did want to give a little bit of a backstory to Devin and his photography project that he is currently working on and what inspired this conversation. So Devin also went to Notre Dame, class of 2021, just like me. And as I mentioned earlier, he is also in the Orr Fellowship. And uh, he, by day, operations analyst, um, but he is very passionate about photography as well. So yes, he is an engineer, but also super creative, which I love that mix. And so he is currently building out his photography portfolio and he asked me to be featured. The mission of this project is to capture people in their element, doing what they're really passionate about. And for me, that was podcasting. So it was an honor to kind of see Devin in his element, see how he is super intentional about taking pictures, capturing all the different little parts that go into, um, you know, someone's personality and someone's projects. So if you're in the Indianapolis area and you're looking to get involved with Devin and his photography, please check him out via the link in this episode description or reach out um, to either myself through socials or email or him as well. Um, it was a really fun conversation and I think insightful. So I'm excited for you all to listen to it. All right. So basically, uh, this, the way this will end up is like a snippet mm-hmm. about what you do. Like this whole thing was focused on the podcast. Yeah. So I just want to like get a more behind the scenes mm-hmm. of what kind of ins- what inspired you to get it started. What first of all, what is it about? Why did you start it? Um, who is it for? Let's, yeah, let's start. Yeah, I can walk you through it all. Um, so I think the easiest way to start is um, what it's about. So learn to listen is the name of the podcast and it's all about exploring vulnerability um really encouraging people to be vulnerable and then empowering through empathy so that's kind of like our little show tagline and so the premise of the podcast i welcome anyone that's why i i've kept it open to anyone but really people who want to explore their own narratives like share their perspectives that they've learned throughout life so that can be anywhere from trials and tribulations, um, successes and challenges, kind of get like a good mix of a background of someone's story, where they're they're currently at, and then where they're looking to be. And the formation of that kind of differentiates based on the person and how I know them or what they're um, like passionate about. So I've had a lot of athletes come on, um, various different levels of ed coaches come on as well. And that mainly comes from my background in athletics, but I've also had or fellows come on, um, and talk about the different things that they're involved with or passionate about, uh, that had other podcasters come on as well. Um, I also had Lex and Soph 
come on for their nonprofit. Um, so it's more of a, I guess, if I had to pinpoint less of a like business structure, but more of a philosophical podcast. Um, and my hopes are that one, um, and this gets more into the reasons as to why I personally started it, but I hope that anyone listening to the podcast could find something that they relate to and then either take a different perspective or a similar perspective and find either a different um, way to view something. If they hear someone talking about a similar experience, um, maybe they have a different outlook on how they approach that perspective. Or if there's a similar experience that a guest or myself has gone to that a listener is listening um, to that recording of, then hopefully they find a little bit of comfort in someone else is going through the same thing. And so I started the podcast with those are, you know, if I could accomplish that through, I call it my passion project, but through this podcast, if I could do that, then I'd be happy. Um, and I started it mostly because I went through a leadership program through Notre Dame and the NCAA and ACC. And it was all about exploring what kind of person you wanted to be after college, after athletics, um, kind of helping, helping with that transition away from sport. And um, I knew that I wanted to focus and really be like learn and try and expand my mindset on like mental health advocacy. And so at the end of that leadership program, they basically asked and they were like, you know what, you've done all this thinking, you've done all this proving out of an idea. What are you going to do with it? Um, and so the definitely, it was a little bit of an, I gotcha moment and challenge us to actually go make something that we'd be proud of. And so I was just like, you know what, I'm going to start a podcast, even if it's just for myself, um, to challenge myself to like continue being vulnerable and, um, sharing my story because there were moments in life that I definitely struggled too. Yeah. So you speak about this transition and, um, just like the program helping you kind of think more about who you are outside of sports. So who are you outside of sports? And yeah. <laughs> where what does what does the future version of yourself look like? Yeah, I love that question. Um outside of sports, I'm definitely a relationship focused human. So uh definitely um outgoing, I'd say optimistic. Um I like to spend my time with people and getting to know them, getting to understand them better so I can understand how to be a better friend, um, family member, coworker, you know, whatever the relationship looks like. Mm -hmm. So I would say I'm more of an extrovert <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, and I think you could probably attest to that. Um, and then uh, I consider myself a very strong mental health advocate. Um, I volunteer with a program called Athletes for Hope and um, they really help with that like transition away from sport. And so I don't know if I have like a solid answer as to what like I would say like I am right now I'm a marketer for my job, but I don't know if that's like something I strongly identify with yet in terms of oh, I'm not an athlete anymore. Therefore, like my occupation marketer, like, is that really what I think about? And I think that's, um, that's something I've struggled with in the past where it was like my whole identity, I feel like was 
all towards athletics or being a good friend, like being a good person. And so I don't, you know, I'd like to think I haven't dropped off on the being a good person part, but I'm still kind of trying to figure out what fills in that athlete, um, that athlete profile. And maybe it will be a podcaster. Um, but I don't think there's another thing that I've dedicated myself to solely for that long as athletics. Yeah, I mean, we are about what a little over a year out, so mm-hmm. I don't expect you to be yeah. like, "This is my new identity." Yeah, this is my, this is my new branding. <laughs> uh, but I, I think sometimes for us, like, it's really easy to find uh, to try to have the need to label ourselves or fit into like, like I'm an athlete or like mm-hmm. I'm a podcast, I'm a marketer, and it. But the thing is, when we kind of lose that or like our lives move on to a different chapter where we can't strongly identify with that as much, um, then we start to feel a little more so with that loss of identity. Yeah. And one of the things that I've kind of come across as I've been just reflecting and trying to figure out who I want to be or the impact I want to drive post-college has been like, okay, yes, these are things that I do, but the core of my of my own identity is tied to values. Mm-hmm. It's like how, for me, it's like, okay, values-driven, like purpose-driven storyteller. Yeah. So it's like, okay, yes, I'm a data analyst. Yes, I'm a photographer. But at the end of the day, what I want to do is I want to elevate and uncover stories that need to be told or that should be told, that should be heard. Mm-hmm. And that that for me ties in a lot more of that. Um, it ties in a lot more of that, like, hey, no matter what I'm doing, am I able to tell a story? Am I able to use my storytelling to elevate and lift up others? And, like yeah yeah I love that and it definitely resonates with me um too and I think that's why we like get along so well that's why we're here right like um you being a photographer me being a podcaster um in that terms of what brought us here and like the storytelling um and like a connector I would say too like I love um being able to like find someone relate to them or like connect someone with someone else to be like, Oh, and even if it is through the podcast or just like friends, right. Of being like, Oh, like, I think you'd really get along with this person. Or I know this person, they went through a similar experience. Maybe you guys, like you guys could talk about that if it would be helpful for you or um, just like that, that empathetic piece. I think that's, that's one of my core values for sure. And I try and uh, keep that in like whatever practice um, I'm doing in the moment or however I'm moving forward of like, how can I, put more empathy into a conversation to like get more um, connection or like more um, genuine conversation. How can I like present myself or others or like ask questions so that someone else feels comfortable doing so? Yeah. So as you started this journey for podcasting and reflecting on your own values and tying this into the podcast what has that journey looked like on from the very beginning how did you like 
identify like, oh, these are people's stories I want to like explore more of or share. Yeah. So I actually just like pulled it together pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> and I, in the beginning, I had a little bit, it was like both a blog and a podcast that both fell under learn to listen. And so the podcast was going to like, is still the same as like from day one, hasn't really shifted um, the vision there, but the blog was more of a um, source of like other people would write, like I would ask other people, oh, are you comfortable sharing your stories or will you be willing to? And so I had like 12 in the moment and then, or, you know, after a month or so, and it was just getting to be too much with graduation coming up. I'd started it um, fall of senior year. So with COVID going into rowing season, the, the more competitive season is spring and then graduation. It was, yeah, um, I couldn't do both the podcast and the blog. So kind of how I've used that is um, I still have those and I'm, I'm going to incorporate those blogs into the podcast in some way, but for the podcast specifically, I go about um, finding guests either like reflecting being like, okay, who do I think would provide value or who have I heard speak that I think would be one comfortable coming on a podcast? Because I do realize there's that element of where coming on a podcast could be very scary. Absolutely. Um, it really depends on like the personality and just exactly. like their exposure to like being on like being on air or even being recorded. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And some people are not comfortable with you know, being super vulnerable on, you know, um, in the public eye. And so I'm very, I like to be pensive about, um, and intentional about who I choose, but the first guest I had on was actually, um, father Pete McCormick from Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. Priest and resident at Father. Yes. Awesome personality. Um, awesome human. And so that just came about because I, simply wanted to get to know him more before graduating. And I had, I had told myself, I was like, that would just be a really cool way to kick it off. If I tried to reach out to him, see what he would say. And I was kind of like, there's no, there's nothing stopping me. Like, why not just email him? Right. Like, even if I get a no, whatever, or get no response. And immediately he was like, oh my gosh, that'd be so cool. I was like, okay, it's like actually happening. And so that's when I kicked off like um, the podcast. I recorded it at the WVFI um, radio station. Nice. Yes. My my roommate, um, Sophia, she was the manager of the station. Uh, yeah. So definitely. I, I was on the live radio. Yes. Yeah. That's what I thought. So um, she definitely helped me with that. And then um, where I went from there, I just started choosing people that I thought would have an interesting perspective. So like in the earlier days, some of them were um, people that I met through that NCAA uh, Notre Dame program. Um, so a couple of different athletes and um, coaches from there. And then I've also um, just like cold outreach through Instagram or email, like ask people to connect me with other people just be like, Hey, would you be interested? This is kind of what I'm doing right now. Super low stakes, but I have fun with it. And I would love to kind of hear more about what you have to say. So that's how I've gotten, um, people to come on the podcast as well. And then 
yeah, just like friends and family. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So as you've been going through that process and like trying to flesh this out a little bit more, um, how, what has that, like, what have been some challenges you faced or um, what are things that you've learned in the process of interviewing and like chatting with other people and bringing them onto the podcast? Yeah. So I've definitely learned um, how to listen and be very present in the moment. So I choose, and I, I, I go into this more, but I choose to do very little prep for the podcast um, in terms of like in comparison to what other podcasters have shared with me. Um, and I, I started off doing that automatically like that. I started doing that, you know, it wasn't intentional. It was just surely like time. Right. Um, but now I'm happy that I started off on that foot because I don't allow myself or the prep that I've done to get in the way of like the interview and what someone is actually telling me. Um, so I have questions and kind of a thought process of where I want to go with each conversation, but I will let how it is actually unfolding here, like steer the conversation. Right. Yeah. So that's one thing I've really learned is how to listen to someone and like not talk over them, how to be very present. Um, just very like bodily aware, like how, how my, nonverbal cues are going to hopefully make them feel more like comfortable in the, um, in the conversation and kind of how I can comfort them and make them feel like they're in a space that they can share and be vulnerable. So that's one, one, um, thing that I definitely felt I've learned. Um, also another lesson is just all the logistical aspects of editing, right? Like I don't have to go into detail about that, but of course, I mean, I had no idea, like any AV, um, like no background in any of it. So, I mean, I, I attempted to start a podcast and mm-hmm. my software that I used was GarageBand. Yeah. <laughs> so there that, you go. I, I didn't make it past episode one. <laughs> that is comical, Devin. I love that. Um, and then I would say like the bigger life lesson that I'm still navigating through is a mix of imposter syndrome, but then um, also how do I self promote and like be yeah. proud of myself without it coming off as like arrogant. So the imposter syndrome side of it is more, you know, I'm interviewing someone and depending on who they are. And this goes, I also um, host our work, my work podcast. So, you know, if I'm interviewing a CEO mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there a year and a couple months out of college, I'm like, Oh God, what am I doing? Yeah. Right. Like, um, or I've had like professionals in the either neuroscience or mental health space or um, like a uh, investor also come on and they're for learn to listen. And they're talking about all these other things that I'm like, I have no idea. I'm like, what is that? What are taxes? Like, right. Like mm-hmm. what are, what is the adult world? And so I get some of that imposter syndrome for sure. Um, there was also a little bit of insecurity starting out, right? Like just anyone, I feel like can tell you listening to your own voice, you know, oh, watching your the, video I back. The sound of my own voice yes. and I hate even more watching my video. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I think any, any person can relate to that. Um, and it's funny, I grew up singing a, like very, very little, but 
so I learned that like the voice that you hear inside your head is obviously different from the voice that you um, project and how like the air in the space fills it. So I knew that lesson, like going in, I've listened back to myself singing and talking um, growing up, but it still was tough. Yeah. Like podcasting. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah, like listening to my own voice. I'm like, dang, if I was friends with myself, I wouldn't want to be friends. with myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Like, we're way harder on ourselves than we are other yeah. people. Right. And so it was also a good practice for me because I have detached that like criticism to my own like work and voice when it comes to podcasting. And so now it's become more of a, like, I can, take a step back and not be hypercritical about what I'm saying, like what I sound like if I'm saying um too much or if I'm like using filler words uh, to a certain extent, right? So in the beginning, I was like looking for every opportunity, every weird space, every time it took too long of a second to think or to speak. I was trying to edit those out and that was time consuming and impossible, yeah. right? And so I learned very quickly. I think it was like the first episode. I was like, I'm not doing that again. Um, the thing is like, those filler words lot especially when we're beginning like it's a good thing to notice them but mm -hmm. it also it can serve as a like benchmark as we continue to grow and improve to reflect on that and go back to the first episode and see oh i use 25 ums within three minutes yes and now here i i mean that is excessive yeah but and definitely probably should edit like some of that <laughs> yeah. but at the same time it does it does show, it does help us see like okay these are things that I see now mm -hmm. and let's keep that in mind as we continue to like improve upon that yeah and like I definitely feel you with that imposter syndrome because like for me I've been like I've been casually working on photography slash dabbling in it since sophomore year of college mm -hmm. and it, yes, I was able to produce like very good images, um, especially during like a photo class. I was able to just like get in there and just be creative and execute. Um, but going from, hey, I can do it in an academic setting and I can do it casually to like, hey, I am charging money for this mm -hmm. and just realizing like I and, and that like I don't feel like I'm good enough to be charging. For this. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there's so much time and money investment and in, like getting ready for like a shoot or a podcast and um making sure you have decent enough equipment it doesn't need to be that professional um because I mean while you are starting off like you don't know if mm -hmm. this is something yeah that you want to pursue full-time so it's it's kind of like I and at the end of the day like if you had like a decked out studio that's not going to make you professional it's yeah. that experience it's that learning curve that you go through and so it's it's like you know one step at a time at the end of the day yeah and I know that's exactly it and I got some great advice in that you know it 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 should be more about the content rather than the credibility mm -hmm. and I think you build that credibility with the content right and so if you have something worth listening to, yes. then people will come. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's where it's been really nice now that I have, you know, a couple episodes under my belt that I can appreciate um, where I started out. 
and now now transition from that more critical um, viewpoint and just be an observer and be like, okay, I am, this isn't, this isn't um, indicative of like my person or my value. It's like, these are just my thoughts. And like, if someone wants to listen, they want to listen. If they don't, they don't like, and I'm, I'm not attaching any emotion or um, anything that is, you know, could be like triggering in a sense of like, I just because I use filler words or whatever I'm saying, like I am stumbling upon my words. Right. It doesn't mean that I'm not intelligent. Like they, they don't have to correspond. Right. And so um, that's been a great lesson. Um, And then the, the self-promotion thing. And this is part of the reason I started the podcast is because talking about myself, especially when it's unprompted or someone isn't, you know, asking me be like, Oh my God, tell me about this. It is weirdly difficult and so, I mean, even I'm still pretty relaxed about this podcast, but I try and like push myself to be a little bit more be like, oh no, this is something I'm proud of. Like I enjoy doing this. Like, oh yeah, I have a podcast. Like um, that I think it's still very much a learning process and I'm still trying to figure out how to navigate it all. But I know at least from where I started um, and where I'm going, I feel better or more comfortable doing so. Yeah. I think one of the biggest struggles uh, as an artist, like Mm -hmm. podcasting as a photographer is again, you are your own biggest critic. Like, and there are so many times where I can't tell you as a photographer, I've looked at a photo and like, I thought of a photo and like the way I want to execute it, but Mm -hmm. my skills are not at that point where I can execute it to my own vision. And that gap in the skill is where it's, it's like, okay, how do I close this gap or do I give up? Mm -hmm. Because I love that you you don't know how long it's going to take to build up that experience and that just like understanding of what needs to happen to get that vision to translate. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes like, with drawing or with any really any art it's like okay we want it to be this is the vision we're having and if it doesn't need it it is crap end of story Mm -hmm. and so like I I feel like um get you you've started to navigate yourself out of that like self critique well out of that very critical mindset yes hey this doesn't execute to my vision but like you know we are learning from this experience, we are growing, this is still something, a story worth telling, Mm -hmm. even though it doesn't meet that like high standard and vision that I had. Yes, exactly. And I can appreciate that. And maybe it's just maturity, (laughs) honestly. Um, But yeah, I can appreciate that there's still a lot of learning growth. And I mean, even if no one listens to my podcast, I know that I'm the things that I'm talking to people about I'm reassured by, and I like learning about either way. So even if it wasn't like a recorded conversation, it was just a conversation I was having over coffee. I'm still happy to have those conversations. And so, um, I can, yeah, I definitely relate to, even if it isn't like executed to perfection or whatever, there's like goals I don't meet or something like that. I know that when I like fundamentally what I'm doing, I really, really love doing it. It gives me happiness. So that's like table stakes, right? Like that's the minimum of what yeah. I can ask for. 
Yeah, like for me, I'm, sometimes I think to myself, you know, if I recorded myself just throughout the day of random things I say to myself and piece together the like intelligent things, yep. I, I could probably make it. I could probably yes. get something out of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, do you know how smart I am when I'm like, talking to myself every day? <laughs> yeah, my, the thoughts that come through my head, I mean, there's good ones. There's good ones, yeah, that's, that's good for ones. sure. And then that yeah. comes into that like whole self-promotion of like, okay, where's that balance of, okay, I'm promoting my content and because I think it's valuable and gives people something to take away yeah but also like maintaining that like you know I, I I'm like by no means a domain expert in like what I'm yeah. talking about or like I'm not I'm not like I know I'm not the best mm-hmm. but like you know everyone like it's it's so easy for us to compare ourselves to those who already have like years or like decades yeah. of experience or just being in the field and have has had that time to uh, fail mm-hmm. and over and over again and learn from those mistakes. Whereas for us, when we're starting out, we don't have that. And yeah. it's so easy to just be like, this is the pinnacle of success I'm looking at. And you don't see any of that like build up. Yeah, it's easy to want or try to skip all the stepping stones like either. And it's, it, it would be convenient to skip mm-hmm. all of that. Right? Yeah. But then we'd learn that we would lose that learning, right? So if we get to we'd probably get to the top or like get to our goal and then be like, okay, like where do we grow? Because we didn't know how to get there yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. I so mean, yeah. If if you pop someone like at like you could again like you could have the most professional equipment but if you didn't know how to use it or like you didn't know how to interview someone well like that goes out the door exactly. that, it doesn't matter like how much like is at the end of the day it's like what is there that you have to mm-hmm. um and how are you presenting that yeah and it's, it's that execution of okay start middle finish mm-hmm. rather than oh let's just let's just uh use the cheat code and get like see where we get (laughs) see where we land yeah yeah I know it's um yeah it's been fun I feel like you like that's why I love seeing what you're building out right now with your photography of like being super passionate about what you're capturing and intentional about what you're capturing and like trying to get people in their element of what they love and appreciate um doing and I think that's what's so special about being an artist because you can have your own like touch on it right like my my interviews I carry a certain way I like to think that I am like starting to understand my like personal flow like where I put my own spin on things just like photography right like it's your own vision and even though someone else might be the focus it's like you're able to put your touch on it and that's part of the learning is like how do you make it your own without detracting from the art? And I think yeah. that's what's How, really what cool. is my way of elevating this? Yes, piece? exactly. Yeah. 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 That's that's really like that's I have like I've thought about it that way in a sense, but I feel like you just put it in words right there. <laughs> Can you tell podcasting, right? <laughs> I mean, if I spoke more and heard from more people, maybe I could fix it. You just validated everything about me, Devin. No. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. 
Yeah, so at the end of the day, so we, we've covered a little bit of like why you started and like stuff you learned about and who's it for. At the end of the day, um, it, it's, it's about elevating those voices, right? It's about like getting, driving that value for others to yeah. listen to, but also to hear that message yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, what has been one of the messages that you've kind of taken away from mm -hmm. your interviews? Yeah, I love that. Um, I will say something that recently has really stuck around for me is um, I was talking to a um, coach for a professional women's soccer team, um, Beverly Yanez, she's awesome. Um, but she and I were talking about obviously athletics and she gave me a perspective or a point of view that I never really thought about before. And that's like coaches, mental health. And yeah. so in undergrad, I was very, very, very passionate about athlete mental health, but overall just like anyone's mental health. And it was definitely, there were, there were times where, um, people that should have been leading or like people I looked up to or mentors didn't necessarily see the importance that mental health could play in someone's life and athletic performance. And so I had kind of, I think in that thinking, because I was the athlete, I was like, I know how hard it is to be the athlete, but she, Beverly gave me the um, different perspective of a coach and their mental health right? Like how they might be put through different challenges um, than what we would be put through. And so I kind of, as an athlete, um, I kind of took that. And even though, you know, you know, like put yourself in someone else's shoes, it's hard when you're personally really affected by a relationship to do so. And so kind of was a nice reminder that there are leaders out there who recognize the importance of mental health and that it isn't a one size fits all right like just because someone who should have been a leader who should have been a mentor didn't see the importance there doesn't mean that that carries over to other mentors and leadership um and so that was a nice um takeaway and it just it really reminded me that perspective can obviously shape your opinions um and it was almost a relief to hear her talk about how she's now coaching athletes and helping unwrite some of the wrongs that have been done in the past um, by way of just progressing towards a better understanding of humans overall. Um, so I think that uh, recently, that's something that's really stuck with me. All right. Okay. Well, thank you for your time today. Of course. Thank you, Devin. Thank you all for listening and dedicating some of your time to listening to these conversations and being an external part of that conversation. I hope you take away with each episode, maybe some new perspectives and some ways to reflect about how what we talk about pertains to your life and your own interests and goals.